Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Hey, Armstrong and Getty here, and the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. Justin Bieber's manager is going to run for governor of California against Gavin Newsom and Anthony Vigorosa. Mm. Do I know Justin Bieber's uh, manager? 
You've probably seen him before, Scooter Braun, because he's, oh, yeah. he's dealt with a lot of, uh, you know, Justin Bieber flare-ups. He's also the manager of Arianda Grande, donut taster. That's Car- Spanish for Arianda Large. Carly Rae Jepsen, call me maybe. Will do. Usher and Kanye West. Man, he's a manager of some big-time talent there. Yeah. Kanye, Bieber, Ariana Grande. So the political connection seems to be he was a lot of the go-betweens through kind of celebrity fundraisers and making appearances at various Democratic events, things like that. Now, those same people who are organizing those fundraisers are saying, hey, why don't you just take the the next step? Seems to be where the pressure's coming from. Mm. And, really, only (laughs) celebrities can be politicians in the modern world. So... That's what we've decided, right? You have to be a celebrity. Well, I don't love politicians being politicians, so let's try celebrities. <laughs> That's true. It couldn't hurt. Next, the very tall. Uh, got this text also. <laughs> uh, Apple, The uh, Apple Store f- featured page has the Southern Poverty Law Center as one of the first things you see, that fraud organization. Nice. So Apple still hasn't caught on a week later that that is a fraud organization they gave a million dollars to. All right. A uh, lot of people saying I should have beat down the homeless guy. A lot of people saying I should carry a gun so I could have shot the homeless guy. Well, then you have this contribution. Guys, again, an air horn solves many problems. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you supposed to deafen the guy or what? It would startle someone. <laughs> well, it'd startle everybody. It would get attention. You know, your kids might actually have liked that if it was an air horn. That would have been cool. Mm. Oh, my God. My kid's crying and screaming, Daddy, that guy is scaring me. And just falling apart was brutal. Just yeah. brutal. Oh, my God. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, boy. Um, well, listen to this, would you? This is, I'm going to call him Al Anonymous, People's Republic of SoCal. Uh, listen to your show this morning while dozing lazily. Sounds fantastic. I wish I was doing the same. I wish I was losing daisily. <laughs> After hearing your story about the walking turd who accosted you and your family, I'm wide awake now, heart pounding and agitated. I want to share a similar experience. I'm a security manager at a large hotel, which you would probably recognize, near a theme park that you would definitely recognize. This spring, a vagrant came to the hotel from the street and through a seemingly minor security lapse on our part, made his way into non-public service areas. By the time the staff reported his presence to us, he was deep in the hotel and we couldn't locate him became a coordinated search that disrupted operations. We found the guy 20 minutes later, just as he pushed past a guest onto the pool deck. The guest looked terrified. We later learned that he lured her into opening the door, the locked door to the pool. The female guest was alone on the deck with her two children and this guy. God knows what would have happened if we weren't there in time. We detained the guy and sat him down. It was obvious that he was under the influence of meth and he was tweaking bad. He repeatedly lowered his hands to his waistband against my orders, so we took him down and restrained him while we waited for the police. The guy was muscular and it wasn't clear to me why he was there or what his intentions were, so I guess I was expecting the worst. I can honestly say that I was afraid. When the police finally arrived, I told them that I wanted to place the guy under arrest for trespassing. They took him into custody and then started questioning me. They asked me if I identified myself to him. What? They asked me if we asked the man to leave. What the mother blank? I actually thought I was going to jail for false arrest. took me hours to calm down after that, and then I was stressed for weeks about potential legal legal percussions that I might face down the road. I actually considered consulting an attorney, et cetera, Oh, yeah, a lawyer catches... You you only got off because no lawyer knew this was going on, and the guy's probably too deranged to uh, get a hold of a lawyer. A lawyer finds out this happened. Oh, that's an easy one. My neck hurts now. 
Yeah. Suing the hotel, that's an easy. They write a check for $50,000 to make this go away. Since then, my security team and I deal with these types of creatures on a nearly daily basis. For the most part, we don't even request the police anymore. Uh, that All that being said, we, the law-abiding, taxpaying, gainfully employed, responsible human beings, cannot win. I'm absolutely certain that the justice system does not, in fact, dispense any justice. I don't condone vigilanteism, but these days it seems to be an appealing solution to certain uh, societal challenges. If I had punched the guy, which I gotta believe I was in with, within my rights to do, since he was screaming, I'm going to effing kill you, I'm going to effing kill your yes, kids. Yes, you were, absolutely. Um... I don't know what happens then, though. I mean, we've got a number of texts from people who said they were in similar situations and punched a guy, and they got hauled off. I mean, they got let loose, but they they got arrested and taken to the jailhouse. Yeah, they would question you. Take you downtown, as they say. Try to ascertain what actually happened. I don't want that. I don't want that going on in front of my kids either. No. No. Why are they taking daddy away? And they're already upset and crying. Right, right, right. You know, you could probably, you could explain it to them later in a well, way right. that would be okay, yeah, sure. but you can't unring nope. the shock. No. Um, and then, if I punch the guy, once again, all, all he needs is a lawyer who says, yeah, his neck is messed up forever. Right. Yeah, we're suing you. These are medical expenses and, you know, loss of enjoyment of life. His enjoyment of life is stumbling around threatening people drunk. Um, I've done that. It's kind of fun. It is fun. Well, <laughs> the stumbling around drunk, not the right. threatening people. I, I I've never anybody. I've never done that. And I also wonder, if I show up to a restaurant today and just pick a random family and start screaming, I'm going to effing kill you. Right. I'm going to effing kill you and your family. I'm going to rape your kids and effing kill you. Right. Do I just get to wander off into the city then and live my life? Yeah. Yeah, now, I'm do. thinking I don't. I'm thinking the because police show you being you. I'm thinking the police show up and arrest me, and I got serious problems because I'm not a vagrant, right? And I can I, pay a fine, right? Well, yeah, yeah. And you have something your to revenue, go after. He's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see what you're. I see your point. I, you know, all you can do is vote with your feet. I think. You decide you don't want to live in a place like that and go. Well, another thing to consider which is, that- is which sucks. I'm not saying it doesn't suck, but it is what it is. Well, yeah. Well, there's that, but then there's just you know everywhere you freaking go. Our vacation in Portland. I mean, where where everywhere you go, there's these these people are around. Well, the, right. the, the bottleneck on a lot of these things seem to be well. Once it gets up to the district attorney, they just don't press charges for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. It's important to remember that district attorneys are largely elected officials. Those are people that you can vote in and out of their position. Right. Um, well, so, they don't, I've you know, known district local attorney, politics. attorneys. They don't have any options. They've got nowhere to put these people. It's going to take eighteen months to get a court date. You know, for these sort of offenses. So we don't have nearly enough jails or prisons. If you want to relook at what we put people in jail for, fine, let's do it. But we got with thousands and thousands and thousands of people break serious laws and nothing happens to them every day. Are you okay with that? You, you know what? You're probably okay with it till it happens to you. Then all of a sudden you're not at all okay with it. I don't know. I just... I'm Giant, to... corrupt, for-profit government. And an electorate that wants a dollar thirty worth of government for a dollar—that's what we're looking at. I'm trying to think. I'm thinking back on all the touristy things I've done with the kids in the last year. Places I've gone. Every one of those places had vagrants hanging around. Museums, 
tourist spots. They all do. I don't think you can get away from that. Were they all like uh, progressive Western states or? Uh, mostly the West part of the United States, yeah. yeah. I don't, well, I don't know. I haven't been to the Chicago History of Museum, for instance, Natural History Muse- Museum. Is that going to have a bunch of homeless people the I encounter? History of Museum, Museum yeah. History. Um, uh, uh, I don't know if there's any place not, like that I can go. Right, right. I don't know. Salt Lake City. So only. Right. That's well, the only place I can or go. Or Provo. Those are my well, two it. options. That's it. My two vacation options. Unbelievable. I just, I, I don't understand why any society would decide, well, that's just something you put up with. You put up with walking down the sidewalk to go to whatever shopping or tourist destination you're going to and looking out of the corner of your eye and hoping that that person isn't crazy enough to attack you. Mm-hmm. You just hope that they aren't. Why would any society decide to structure themselves that way? You know, we got this question. Uh, I wonder if suing the establishment or strip mall might not produce results. They should be providing a safe environment for customers. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, I hate to to sue them and stuff like that, but do you need a, a security guard? Keep them moving along. I mean, if it's my private property, I don't I don't let angry uh, drunks accost my customers. Well, we won't be back to that restaurant. I don't think we could take the kids there anyway because right. they they'd be too scared. But I'm not going to go back there. Is it the restaurant's fault? I don't know. You let people like that hang around close to your restaurant. I don't think there, I don't know if there's anything they can do about it, unless they have an armed guard and an agreement with the police. You got to shoe them, shoe, get out, go. But that's what Jack tried to do. Listen, guy, you got to move along. And yeah, he, and so Mike went crazy. And so my question is: Should I have not done that? Should I have engaged the guy more friendly in a more friendly manner? I didn't really like him standing there at our table, but maybe I would have avoided setting him off if I had uh, listened to his rambling about winning the lottery or something. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Now I need to get back to my meal. Sounds like Marshall Phillips. No, but he's been doing it for years, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So he's been bounced around for five years. I think it's screaming to- at people. It, yeah. it has to be tolerance. You gotta, you gotta start early with them, or because I know they're they're homeless, like where I live. Like I saw a dude last time. I got a haircut right next to where I walk in. Uh, he was he was seated uh, on the ground. Leaning up against the the trash can, and he was just he was just a dude, a homeless dude, under the influence of something. And there are homeless people around the corner from the pizza joint that I go to, and they're they're just hanging. You, you gotta tell, you gotta shoo them. Some security, someone with a badge, maybe. Where are they supposed to go, Vincent? I'm gonna play the role of somewhere people. else over there, <laughs> not here. <laughs> oh, I agree with you. Keep moving. I agree with you. Off to a hobo camp. Walking around Washington, D.C. Want to take my kids to Washington, D.C. someday. Homeless people freaking everywhere. Yeah, I, I don't... W- was there ever a moment where you thought maybe... Or if not just, we all should go inside sending your wife and your kids inside while you handle the situation out, out there? And, and I know that's not the ideal situation, but if, the, if your goal is to confront the homeless situation or if your goal is to limit I have the amount one of- goal i have one goal when i was single and childless i might have had different goals right i got one goal when my kids are with me them not getting hurt yeah to, i don't care whatever else happens to and, and not even necessarily physically hurt but to limit their exposure yeah. to chaos and craziness yeah, it was, well you it can't was, forget how fast it yeah, all happened th- this whole right. thing may have been 90 seconds i doubt it was that long right. it might have been 60 seconds the entire thing um, 
There just, you know, there was no time. And uh, I, I, luckily he was backing up as I was walking toward him to get him further away from the table. And they were, that's when they were shrieking and crying, and my wife was trying to get them under control. Oh, and it's not it even ugly. like you, you know, just to use the, the, the phrase from there, you didn't yell, like, go get a home. Or you said, dude, you got to go. You got to go. You just can't be here. It, it wasn't I like d- an initial combative. I didn't yell the Joe Getty classic. I have never <laughs> yelled that. Get that home. Is, that is apocryphal or, yeah, you, and hurtful. You weren't like, you know, throwing swear words at him. It was like, dude, you got to go. You can't be here. But that you, that you, seems like a very reasonable first step and then he just flipped his lid well, he's a wasted yeah. you just see yeah. two people on the opposite sides of the spectrum jack with the family something to lose this guy nothing to lose nothing to live for so he doesn't give a no. af no he does not no he does not i can't even imagine how many things are just flying through your mind oh. in those 90 seconds oh yeah oh yeah well i know i know when he stuck his hand in his pocket i thought i'm gonna get shot holy crap here's I where missed, it ends i thought jack you miscalculated he's got a gun then I quickly, my brain quickly went to, no, he doesn't. He's bluffing. Just completely body language, look on his face. The fact that he didn't pull out a gun. It's interesting how many things you think, you know. Your very primal brain having to assess the situation. I don't think they have aggressive bums in Wyoming. So there's a second choice. I doubt they have very many. Just go to where it's cold. I don't think they like the cold. That helps. Although, you know, there's a lot of bums in... Uh, Chicago, Chicago. Oh, yeah. D.C., Boston. How about Uh, Barrow? Barrow, Alaska. Bumfrey. Eh, Wyoming's a better choice. But New York used to have lots of bums. And the last several times I've been there, zero bums. Changing culture. Rudy Giuliani. Now, it might be back the other direction since de Blasio took over. I don't know. Hmm. But it can change. Sean, get us some sort of bum measure in New York during the commercials. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So I wasn't here yesterday. I was eclipse chasing. We were here working. One thing that was interesting about the eclipse, if you had the eclipse glasses so you could see how much of the sun was covered up, even when there was hardly any there, it was still quite bright out, which yes. shows you how incredibly powerful the sun is. Because even with one thirtieth of it showing, it was still a bright day. I hate to sound like a caveman, but it was weird how it got chilly. Oh, it got crazy cold. Yeah, yeah. that was the thing that surprised me the most, too, is that the, the temperatures physically dropped. I, felt I mean, it. I get why it's obvious, but it was still odd to walk out and... The, the sun is sun. hot, you see. Yeah, and, and blocking it makes it less hot. <laughs> um, yeah, You know, so I was sitting in here watching the NASA channel on the laptop, um, and that was really, really cool. And then I went outside, and there were all sorts of people with glasses that, that I got laughed out of stores looking for them. Um, and I looked up, and honestly, uh, I went back inside and started watching TV again. It was cool to see... But they had such amazing pictures from, you know, planes and telescopes and, and whatever. Well, was, you know, uh, that cardboard box thing, my uh, my five-year-old did that because he stayed behind. The seven-year-old and I went to Oregon. Path of totality. But uh, my younger one, he stayed and they did the box thing. And he was pretty unimpressed. You, you see a tiny little thing and it's okay. I, I was going to withhold my comments till Whoop-de-doo. I heard his comments. Somebody was doing that out on the balcony here yesterday. It was like. 
Who who is amused by that <laughs> or amazed? No, that's the sort of thing that I did in like fifth grade or whatever, and I remember that same feeling. It's like, well, I guess the teacher says this is an important thing, so whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. The sun. I already believed the moon was going to block the sun. Now I can see that it's on this cardboard. That well, yeah, okay. This <laughs> <It was> week, <laughs> a lot of stuff. I, you know, I, the, the last. I mean, it's a no-win situation, right? If I'm super amazed by it, I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm I'm had a religious experience. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen, guy. Just because it's like uh, what do they call that? Travel bragging or whatever that's called. Mm, sure. Humble brag. Humble brag. Yeah, or something like that. Or if I'm not impressed, then I'm you know super aloof hipster. Nothing impresses me, guy. Mm. So, well, I looked at the sun through the super dark glasses, and they are so dark. Uh, and I'm grateful for that because I don't want to be blind. Um. It was clearly the sun, and clearly the moon was blocking part of it. <laughs> and So you're not disputing that. <laughs> no, but I looked at it for literally five seconds. I took off the glasses, and I said, thanks. And they were like, wow, three seconds, that's enough for you? I'm like, yeah, actually, it, it is. It's, it's fine. I, it, it's cool. It's neat. Then I went back inside and kept watching the TV. Um, well, so I don't know. Like, um, but if I'd been in the, the swath of totality, well, then that would have been super crazy cool. Um, but it was, I mean, having three quarters of the sun blotted out, it just seemed more hazy than usual and chilly. That's more or less what it looked like up until the moment of totality and then immediately after it. So being in the path of, path of totality only gave you. 90 seconds or whatever it was difference of what everybody else saw because it was too bright to look at right without your glasses on yeah um and, and the, the 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 period of totality went by really fast i mean really fast it's like you're kidding it's over because <laughs> as soon as that sun started peeking out again because you took off your glasses when it got dark yeah as soon as the sun started peeking out again it was blah you know you couldn't look anymore sure yeah. so that period of time was so short unless you're that guy who emailed us earlier who claims that as a child he could <laughs> stare right at the sun if it had been like five ten minutes and it could like really walked around and wow it's dark out here it's kind of cool and looked up yeah. at the star but it just i mean it, it was fast did you witness what i predicted beasts walking around on their hind legs <laughs> talking <laughs> because according to the ancients their lore. And That's what occurs. We got there early because I'd been told the traffic was going to be hellish, and it wasn't. And so we got there quite early. But So I watched it go across, which I was kind of interested in. I did what you did multiple times. I'd look up. Oh, okay, now it's about a third of the way through. Then I'd take them off, and we'd do something else. Then I'd put yeah. them on. Oh, no, it's about a halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> and my son had little interest in that. And... uh and then so we did the whole dark thing, and then it was it was dark, and that was unique. And what about the dancing gases, the corona? Yeah, that's another thing. Who's ready for another corona? Modern photography and televisions, it looks exactly like it looked on TV. Mm-hmm. Having seen it for real, is it that much different than having seen it on a really good HD TV? No, it's just I I can say I saw it for real. I mean I don't hmm. I don't know. It looked yeah, the same. I don't want to be cynical about good. this sort of thing. I don't either. Right. It looked it looked exactly like it looks on TV. Hmm. I'm very curious. What about your backcountry friends, though? Weren't there a whole bunch of people in pickup <laughs> trucks? And uh, well, yeah. they they were all super amazed by it. Uh, okay, but so you watch the whole thing go across. How right. long did that take? An hour, forty five minutes, whatever that was. Right. Something like that. As yeah. it goes across, then it was dark. Then it was as soon as it like started to get light again. I was ready to go. So was Sam. 
and, and a certain number of people were, but there were a lot right. of people that, that then sat there with their glasses on and watched it move all the way across again. And I thought, isn't that the same thing I just saw in reverse? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Some people are easily entertained, some are not. Or, or, or some people are overly cynical yeah. about the majesty of nature, and some people aren't. Um, I'll be charitable. What about the guy you described as a, uh, he looks like he's killed before. <laughs> yes. Yeah, did he shoot at the sun? Yeah. yeah. She shoot at the moon. Yeah. Stop doing that to our sun! Blue it, blue it, blue it, blue it! I was aloof and uh, unimpressed, but as far as a collective experience, I thought it was something cool. To see everyone around yeah. here abuzz and right. being into the same thing, which happens less and less often these days. Yeah, you know what, I like Vince? I, I should have grooved to that a little bit more, because it was kind of fun. Yeah, the, the shared experience, which like, which I'm just restating what Vince said now, is happening less and less now. Yeah, I, I, that was my favorite part I of it. I like that, but the thing Joe brought up yesterday, does it bother anybody this, um, this hype about things that we do? Oh, yeah. Does it bother anybody that we do this? Because it seems strange. I, I, <laughs> did the moon not block out the sun? No, did, no, no. Did I'm, Joe not have trouble finding glasses? I'm I mean, talking, there, were, right, I, there right. were things like, what, I, like how bad would the, the traffic needed to be for you to be like, all right, well, that's but, but, that's good. But why pretend? What's What are we doing? Why are we doing this? I blame the internet. Why were people at the airport saying, no, I heard rental cars are $1,200. The rental car counter's right here. They've got signs that say cars are available. <laughs> because it's interesting. People are dying to be interesting. I heard I flipped on MSNBC on my way home on the radio, and uh, and it was, accidentally I wanted to listen to this station naturally, but I accidentally turned to that. And uh, <laughs> the lady was reporting with complete credulity and seriousness that over seven hundred and eighty million dollars worth of productivity will be lost during the eclipse. So, wow, people just not working and a lot of productivity being lost. Back, back to you, Jim. God, you people are stupid. Was there? Oh my was God. there? Was there a dollar's worth of productivity missed, or did you just work slightly harder to get caught back up after that ten minutes you went outside, <laughs> or you just eliminated some of your Facebook in time to look at the eclipse instead? Well, and related to that, with the internet and social media, everything is multiplied by a billion. So, like, I w- by by like six a.m. yesterday, I was over the eclipse. I was like, whatever, who cares anymore? <laughs> it's it's too much. It's just, it's I just, just an assault. I just don't understand it. Maybe maybe Trump is uh, uh, really tapped into this. Is what we need. Everything. It's got to be the most expensive rental cars ever, and the most expensive hotel rooms ever, and the worst traffic ever. Everything's got to be the most ever right. to get to get any attention. I guess I don't know. Okay, fine. Maybe they were predicting it and they were wrong. But after they were wrong, so I'm still I'm still listening to traffic reports. Still free and easy on the freeways. But they've and this is the TV reports in the in the Portland area. Right. Free and easy, and I mean they've got the green. They've got the map green everywhere. Not even a yellow anywhere. All green the entire city, but that could change in a moment, Jim. Right. Let's go up to you know North One Hundred Five the Avenue, whatever, and then right. same here. It's clear now, but who knows? If God I help us. <laughs> Maybe it's because I never grew up with a Walter Cronkite, where there was like some sort of arbiter of truth that came through the TV and told him, like I don't. I, I, it's just I, always been the it's way. Just, this, like no, like who, who's believing this stuff? <laughs> Like I, it's no consumer Maybe buyer that's beware. It. Maybe <laughs> that's it. I grew up in an area where era where you didn't just make crap up. Are you, are you, you, and we had the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake that you've ever seen. Exactly. Dude, why are you saying oh, rental cars are $1,200? Walk this way 15 feet. Ask that lady. She'll tell you it's about 105 <laughs> What are you doing? All right. That's fine. So, uh, 
TV coverage on the Weather Channel, I watched it, and the woman, the reporter, she cried when it hit, um, you know... Totality? totality. She cried? Oh, she cried live on the air like a baby, yeah. Wow. Really? Women, yep. am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. ladies. Oh, she's just a, a, a bit of a soft head. What? I don't, you, you, I don't know. I guess, no, if that moves you, it moves you. Although, it's one of those things. It is not an indictment of somebody. But you do open an investigation. You know? If they cry. Uh, yeah. The girl I'm dating, like, broke down completely uh, during the eclipse. <laughs> Again, that's not, you don't indict, but you investigate. said it was happy tears. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> My son was not that impressed, mm. and I don't, and, and so. Did uh, you play him that Bonnie Tyler song? I didn't try to convince him, really, that he should be impressed. I, right. I, I mean, I had some brief, am I raising him wrong, too many video games <laughs> and toys to where nothing is cool anymore, or youth, or... Or maybe it just wasn't that impressive. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't really, you convince him that he's I impressed. Yeah, I couldn't yell at him. You be impressed right now, young man. Uh, maybe he'll be more impressed when he's older. Too bad he didn't see any talking animals. You're right. I didn't see a lot of things when I was a kid that like, I wasn't that impressed by. And when I'm older, I, I'm impressed in retrospect. You can't get kids to look at scenery, for one thing. Yeah. And now, you know, I'll drive along, and it's just breathtaking. I just can't believe the beauty. But as a kid, it's like, nah. <laughs> a mountain. Yeah, I get it. So, yeah, it's a mountain. <laughs> yeah, Dad. There you go. Bonnie Tyler. Is this the end of Bonnie Tyler now? Like today, one so, day more. Sounds Nancy. a little like Bonnie Tyler standing in restaurants <laughs> screaming at people. Oh wow! Oh wow! Forever. Oh, leave me alone. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Al Pence explains Trump's plan for Afghanistan. Johnson and Johnson loses another huge lawsuit, and it turns out our obsession with screens is upsetting our pets. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Oh boy, stay tuned for all that on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I mean, you look at a map and you got Afghanistan right there between Iran and Pakistan. Yep. I mean, you'd be. If you were if you were going to think strategically and thought where would be a great place we could put a base, but no, they'd never put up with it, it'd be there. And can you picture a more nightmarish uh, location for a super caliphate for Islamists to take over? I mean, it's just it's, I don't know. They're Sunni. right next to Pakistan. They're nukes and everything. They're Sunnis, right? Your Taliban, your your Pakistanis. So you, you yeah, let but... them build up and uh, fight Iran to the death, and we stand back and wait till they're done. <laughs> oh, gee. Well, there's our plan. Let's move. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, Vice President Mike Pence is expanding on President Trump's address to the country last night about the war in Afghanistan. During an interview on the Today Show, Pence said the president's new policy approach is long overdue. Well, what President Trump has made clear here is that conditions on the ground, the drive toward uh, a stable and peaceful Afghanistan will drive American policy and will drive American decisions in the region. I I wish, I wish, I know that they have to, they're elected (laughs) officials, but I wish they could not play to the public at all on this stuff. Don't worry about what your base thinks or what this segment thinks or whatever. Right, just Just say what you're going to do. Just tell us what your plan is or what your theory is or... And I wonder who convinced Trump to do this. 
His instincts, he says, are to stay out. That's right. what he ran on is staying out. Right. Crowds used to cheer that like crazy. Right. Packed arenas when he would say we're going to get out of Afghanistan. Um, and now we're staying and adding troops. Uh, who, who, McMaster? Uh, Mattis? Who, who's, who's the driving force behind that? I think it's, uh, and I would be shocked if this were not true. I think they all agree. You can't have Afghanistan and, uh, by extension, the uh, northern part of Pakistan, descent or northern or western, whatever it is, if you look at it, it's kind of diagonal. Um, you can't have it fall into the hands of Islamic extremists. It's just too dangerous. And so, and we can't say out loud, we need a permanent uh, presence here to buttress against Pakistan and Iran. Because right. Afghanistan's a sovereign country, and they'd say, you can't do that. They would have to deal with uh, even more uh, radicalism right. within their country. So we have to claim that we're there to ha- help Afghanistan. We can't say that we're we're here because we can be here. It's to be. It's to keep Afghanistan, Pakistan, and Iran in line. Right. Yeah, you couldn't say that out loud because any country would kick you out. We're, we're not going to let you have a bunch of Marines here for your own geopolitical goals. Get out of here. Get- California jury ordering Johnson & Johnson to pay $417 million in a baby powder lawsuit. That's dang near half a billion. That's a pretty big fine. Verdict handed down yesterday in the case of a 63-year-old woman who claims using the powder for decades caused her ovarian cancer. Her lawyers claim the talc in the company's baby powder causes the cancer. The company has lost several similar lawsuits over the past couple of years. The suit's claiming Johnson & Johnson failed to warn consumers about the cancer risks on the bottles of their talcum powder. Is it when the ladies use it on their gentle parts? Yes. It's not breathing it. No, 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 no. It's it's using wow, them on their physical content. Parts. Really? Yep. 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 Wow. And this Whoa. is like there are other suits I think have been settled for around 70 million, 70 million and up. This is I believe the largest one of all. Meanwhile, we've got an expert uh, saying that our obsession with screens is upsetting our pets. If your dogs are misbehaving, it could be due to your obsession with your smartphone. Experts say that we're staring at our phones too much. It's making our pets act out. They explain you think you're spending quality time with your animal when you take it for a walk, but the minute the phone comes out, the dynamic changes without you even realizing. And your dog notices you're staring at the phone. And resents yep. it. <laughs> yes. I, I yes. Don't, you're I don't, not present. You're not in the moment. I'm not sure I'm buying this. Well, they say dogs are pack animals, and they look to their leader to tell them what to do next. But if the owner's looking at their phone, the animal cannot get that feedback, and sometimes they panic or start acting out. Mm. That, <laughs> That's according to a number of veterinarians <laughs> who came up with this. There's, so. a, there's uh, well, I won't even say. All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, Voice of the West. The electorate wasn't paying enough attention to Hillary, so she acted out. Yeah. <laughs> of course, why would anybody continue to take shots at her? She's a lonely old lady who lives in upstate New York alone. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's pretty accurate. So you don't think she's running again? Do you think the POTUS will take another kick at her tonight, speaking in Phoenix? I think it's very unlikely he goes a whole 60 or 90 minutes without bringing up Hillary. Crooky to Hillary! Am I right? <laughs> you think he'll? Uh, you think he will uh, go ahead and give Arpaio a, a green card, a get out of jail card? How can he possibly be in Arizona and not bring up Arpaio? Will he badmouth Jeff Flake? Oh, has to, has to. The Republican senator who's been mad mouthing the POTUS. 
All of that would be entertaining. The thing I hope he doesn't do is say something about Afghanistan that makes us wonder, what was all that you said last night? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He's going to say we're going to win. What is that? We're going to win. What does that mean? Hmm. Uh, The petering out on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. religious experience because of the eclipse no no are you disappointed by that mm. we were looking forward to your druidism your druid phase i wanted to wear a robe with a uh, a rope belt i thought still that'd be cool can. i still could yeah you still can i just needed a good reason so a couple of things very briefly if i may uh evidently some uh right-wingy type people have done exhaustive high level extensive research on everybody in Antifa and by any means necessary and are have distributed a list of thousands of people. I think it's thousands and hundreds, hundreds of thousands um, of all those people who try to disguise themselves, who they are and what they're up to and have released it and uh, sent it to virtually every law enforcement department in the nation, whether they want it or not. So that's interesting. Who did it? Um, uh, internet right-wingy type people okay. who don't like Antifa. <clears throat> so that's interesting. Doxed them, as they say. The other thing is, very briefly, um, we've been talking about Afghanistan and the president's uh, speech last night quite a bit today. Uh, and the White House statement says, defining winning. We're defining victory very specifically and differently than others have in the past. We don't want to conquer Afghanistan. We have no unrealistic hopes for Afghanistan. Our goals are stability and security. We consider a victory to be a stable Afghanistan that that can secure its own territory so that terrorists cannot threaten U.S. interests. Okay. We're not seeking to impose democracy or Western culture in Afghanistan. I like a lot of that. Some of that is they're just saying it because they have to, because they don't mean that. We're hoping for... Parts of a stable Afghanistan. Well, here's the functional part, and this is the important part. To prevent terrorist attacks on the American homeland, planned and executed from Afghan, to prevent chaos and violence in the region, which could lead to Pakistani nukes getting into the wrong hands, etc., to reduce the risk of conflict between India and Pakistan that could lead to a devastating nuclear war. That's why we're there. There's nobody there that thinks we're going to pacify the whole country. Nope. And make it secure. Not a chance. Here's our guest announcer. The show is over. They've been extremely rude. They've been extremely condescending. Here's final thoughts. <laughs> Winner. That might be my really favorite good. one ever. That's great. <laughs> Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. Vincent, what's your final thought? Band name of the day goes to Joseph Getty yes. for the sturdy gals, but bond of the day goes to Jack Armstrong for you can stash me, but don't catfish me. <laughs> Very nice. Michelangelo, your final thought. Yeah, the thing that I liked the best about the eclipse was the the community bonding that it brought. And so I'm hoping some sort of cloud formation or dust storm will do the same thing in the future and we'll all, you know, watch that as well. <laughs> Very nice, a dust storm. <laughs> Marshall Phillips, your final thoughts? All I can say is after partying like a mad mammal yesterday during the eclipse, I'm going home to take a nap. Uh, excellent. And uh, positive Sean, final thought? Yeah, with Justin Bieber's manager possibly making a run at the governorship of California, I say, why stop there? Let's get let's get Judge Judy's bailiff to be the, 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 the state attorney. Is that even a thing? I don't know what's going on with this. You have to be a celebrity to be considered for running for office anymore. I know. Jack, have you considered a final thought for us? 
I stashed somebody once. I oh hated boy. that. I hated that story. Oh boy! Just because it, I have a lot of guilt about that. A lot of guilt. Like really, really hardcore stashed. Well, my final thought is that uh, we're leaving to take Delaney off to college. Uh, I am very happy and excited for her. I am very sorry for myself. Um, I will get af- get over it, however. I'll concentrate on the positives for her, the adventure she's taking on, and I will knock back my self-pity with wine. You can refuse to let her go. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the bird leaves the nest because it has to. And uh, as I said to Judy... The fantasy that it could keep being like it is for a longer time is just a fantasy. We all get sick of each other. The bird can't leave the nest unless it pushes against the nest. That's healthy. It's normal. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Drop us a line. uh, Give us your point of view. Tell us what we ought to be talking about. Whatever. What do I say here? Oh, yeah. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. I need you more than ever, and if you only hold me tight, we'll be holding on forever. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.